we've been fighting a long time, and we have all lost so very much, so many loved ones gone. But you are not alone. There are pockets of resistance all around the planet. We are at the brink. They pack a lot of firepower, but the T-600s are heavy and slow. They are a primitive design. Who is that? If you can't outrun them, then you have one option. Their motor cortex is partially exposed at the back of their neck. A knife to this area will disorient their tracking device, but not for long. Above all, stay alive. You have no idea how important you are. This is John Connor. I can hear you now. I was, I, no. that was all my fault. That wasn't even FBI related. That was, that <laughs> was I, I was trying to sh- turn the volumes uh, differently. And then I reached around cause I don't, I don't know why the, the power buttons in the back and then you can clear it out. So it, you can't do it all in one step. So if you yeah. clear it out or if you hit the power button, then you can go and either hit yes or else, you know, cancel. And I must've went, Nope, fuck it off. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then when i turned it back on it uh it only i could only hear you in one ear so okay. but we got it we got it we're good to go now man all right so i was i was saying i was saying you know i had an hour until uh we were going to record so i was like all right i'm gonna lay down real real quick right well then my son yeah. who gets off or who gets off school at 3 30 then comes in at Five, you know, just before five o'clock from from school, it's like, well, man, where where have you been? So then we got to have this conversation. Need to remind him he needs to get his room cleaned because you know, you know what teenage boys' rooms look like. Absolutely, it's a disaster. I'm like, I can't mm-hmm. find a towel in this house. Where are the? Oh <laughs> shit! There they are. Found them. <laughs> yep, yep. I have a 16 year old man, and it's like pulling teeth to get him to keep his room clean jesus i've got a i got a 17 year old my son's 13 um my other is 14 that lives with her with lives with mom and uh-huh. and you know between the two of them that live with me i can't have clean dishes i i, I, I completely unload the dishwasher but yet only half of it's in my cupboard and then i can never find towels like i have to hide yep. my own towel so that i can have Solid. one that's terrible. <laughs> and every parent, every parent that's listening huh? is like, yep, yep. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep, absolutely. <laughs> so how's your day, man? What have you, you been doing all day? Working? Uh, yeah, I worked for pretty much the majority of the day and then um, got off work and went and spent a little money on some uh, gun accessories. There you go. Um, yeah, I spent a little money, and you know, and after that, I pretty much came home and been hanging out with the family ever since. Picking on my little ten-year-old here in uh, <laughs> here in Washington State, we have a assault rifle weapons ban. So any parts, any you know, anything like that that is registered is banned. Uh-huh. Now it is under lawsuit still. And I don't think I actually know where it is sitting at in the courts of where you know what. Uh, if it's been, you know, appealed or, or what, I don't, I don't, I need to look into that, but yeah, I have an really? AR lower. Uh-huh. Um, oh, well, I had an AR lower. 
I don't know where it's at. It was right here. It's what holds my phone when I'm doing TikTok lives when I'm allowed to have a TikTok account. But <laughs> yeah. it is gone. Oh, wow. Uh-oh. Somebody stole the lower. <laughs> it's, I'm sure it's here oh, somewhere. No. But I'm sure yeah. it's here somewhere. Or the FBI came in and took it. I don't know. One of the two. Oh, yeah. You got to watch those guys. God dang, man. I was I was followed today. Uh, I was on my way home from work, and I had a black uh, uh, four door Tahoe behind me that had you know it looked FBI ish, right? Tinted windows. Yeah. It had two of the uh, the cell the cell phone antennas hanging up on there, and I'm mm-hmm. like mother. So I tried switching lanes. It moved right behind me. I'm like, what is what is going on? Well, it was just some construction worker. He was trying to get to a project, and I was I was in front of him in his way. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> isn't it crazy? Isn't it crazy how it's so bad, and and we've been censored so much that we think like that? Oh, it's yeah, no, it is. And and then my kids, you know, they're they're bought into it too. So anytime a helicopter yeah. goes over the house, you hear the they're like, oh, the FBI's here. <laughs> that's great man that's uh, great <laughs> we uh my kids have my kids have fun with me and they they laugh at me every time i get on uh you know a new tiktok account which i got banned again today uh, i couldn't follow anybody and I, I talked to ren about this the other day i i can't follow anybody zero people and i think i had like two followers posted a video uh did a stitch with clint and I think I might have had maybe one or two more followers after that, and then boom, they took me down. Wow! And all you posted was the one video. I posted the I posted one video that I made, and then the stitch with Clint. And then the stitch, two videos. Wow! Wow! Yeah, I was talking to Ren yesterday because uh, we got a little project that we're working on right now, and and uh, and I was telling him, I, I said, you and Lambo and and Nikki and Glenn, you guys have reached Freedom Sticks and 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 mm-hmm. and, and Pack the Patriot and Three Roses Plateau. Yeah. Like it's like it's like I was doing pickups for you guys, like you know, I, faithfully doing the pickups. Got to keep my people going, and and it's like okay, as soon as I do a pickup, somebody would come and say, "Gone already." <laughs> yeah, three hours. <laughs> so I'm like, oh. All right. Well, uh, okay. I'm gonna stop doing the pickups because they can't seem to stay up long enough. So <laughs> it's crazy. It's it, 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 I, I don't understand why. Because and th- this is so I had other accounts, and I was telling Ren this yesterday. I had mm-hmm. I had other accounts. I was in Gardener Talk, right? I was in there right. talking about water watering lawns, planting soil, yeah. fertilizer. I was up for two weeks, no problems. And then I yeah. got then I got cocky, right? So I started I started liking, you know, other people's other people's posts. Other and then I got onto a live and then or no. Yeah, I was on a live. And then the next day I was banned. I think I was actually talking with you guys in the in that in the group. And and then I was banned the next day. So I think it has something to do with being in conservative talk. Yeah. Right? That's where the AI yeah. is set up. Because if you're out, huh. if you're out and um, the other one too is I I was in somebody else's account. No, actually, I was in two people's accounts, and we know I was banned from one of them because I was yeah. on a live with this other person's account, and you know AI saw me, and then boom, that whole account was gone. She couldn't even get it back. But then yeah. I was in somebody else's account for two weeks, 
Use, you huh. know, posting, looking, following, you know, clicking, yes, liking, leaving comments through my phone. And two weeks, I was, I had no problems, no issues at all. And that account is actually still up. It's, it's still there. I can get back into it if I want to. So I don't think it has, I don't think it has anything to do with my phone. I think it's just being in conservative talk. So I was telling yeah, facial recognition. Mm hmm. That kind of stuff, yeah. yeah. The A- the AI is the AI is picking it up, you know, facial voice, uh, keywords. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, hashtags, whatever. Yeah. But once you're out of it, though, like if you go into construction talk or biker talk or you know hiking trail talk or whatever else there's out there, I think you're safe. <laughs> yeah. It's it's the weirdest yeah. freaking thing. It's crazy. It's crazy how that's set up, man. And and I was talking to Gray, and I was I was explaining. I'll, I'm just on account number four, which is very very surprising to me mm-hmm. because I put out crucial information just like you guys do. Now, granted, my some of my content does get hit. I do get violations. Like I think I have. You remember how they brought in the new the the the, the strike deal? Yep. Okay. Based upon what I read in the in the community guidelines section. There was three strikes. You're out. I have 24 strikes against my account. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And I'm, and I'm still up. Okay. Now I was telling Gray, I said, I I could possibly, I think the reason why I haven't been pinned like that is because I kind of mix my content. You know what I mean? Most of it here lately, most of it has been opinionated. I haven't really been putting out much information. And all my opinion content is still up and going and still catching views, still getting likes, still getting comments. But the moment I put out some information, I only get like 150, 175 views, maybe 20 likes, two comments. And then I get hit with a, with a violation. And it, and it makes no sense to me. It's like, how, how have I beat the algorithm, but no, nobody else has? Yeah. It could be your smooth, smooth voice. <laughs> uh, bucking, bucking Bulldog Mama sends me a text the other day and says, hey, I posted a video for you. It was me, Nikki, Glenn, and then it was Tony's. Oh, that's the other thing. Tony's fake account, you know, Packing Patriots fake account. She had us yeah. all grouped in there. It was uh-huh. up for an hour and a half with zero views. So I went in onto her account and looked at it. It's not even there. It's showing up on her page, but it's nobody else can go and see it, which is why it's got zero views. And I was like, that's crazy that, you know, I'm on there. Nikki's on there. Glenn's on there. And it won't allow it to be out for everybody else to see. Right. Right. You know, that, you know, that same thing happened to me because gray had posted a, a video. It was him. He looked like he was sitting in his backyard and when he posted it, it was up maybe 10 minutes, not even that 10 minutes. And it was down. Mm-hmm. But in that 10 minutes, I managed to save it to my device and then I reposted it. And when I reposted it, I tagged, I tagged Danielle, I tagged squirrel, I tagged gray, Ren, and I do believe Stacy. I, ta- I tagged those five people in it. And Gray and Danielle said that they couldn't see it, that it was already taken down, but I could still go on my profile and see it. Wow. And then, then after about 10 or 15 minutes, 
it was it was actually on the on the uh, the, the page, like it, it was able to be seen by other people. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. TikTok is doing everything they can, man. Let me tell you, that's where I got. So that video that Gray posted that you did, that's where I got some of my pictures for the video that I created, and yeah, and then put it up there, and. Uh-huh sort of the same thing and uh, that was the one that was the video that i posted this last account and then the stitch with with clint so maybe it has yeah. something to do with that time that setup of of people that are on there and right and it and it gets pulled it's, it's the weirdest yeah. thing but tony's it, account, it is that, very weird that packing patriot account um there's two of them that they've been up for like a month tony's accounts don't last that long they're maybe maybe no. ten, maybe five days ten days whatever but yeah. there are there are two videos on there that are about Patriot Front. I do a uh-huh. I do a video about Patriot Front, the the fake um, FBI Patriot group. Yeah, the, those videos those stay up about fifteen minutes and then they're gone. These have mm-hmm. been up longer than two weeks for him. That's how you know that that's a fake account to begin with because of the content right. that's on there. That's not that's not left up there by him. That those are those were brought over from. You know, whoever did it from TikTok, and and his account is flagged as good. It's a green light to go. So mm-hmm. it's the weirdest thing, man. Social media. Yeah, yeah, gotta love it. Gotta love it. How did you get on there to begin with? What what were you doing? Um, I I didn't really get on TikTok. Um, I my, my kids, both my daughter and my son, my 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 oldest daughter, she she is eighteen now. And my son's sixteen, like I said earlier. Um, they had it when it was called Musically. And so I was monitoring that at first and then it went from Musically and then it turned into TikTok. And then my daughter came to me one day, she had said something about you know, some weirdos on there or whatever, and I got on there just to monitor my kids, which most parents that mm-hmm. are on TikTok now that's my story. That's the reason why they got on was to monitor their kids, protect their children. And uh <laughs> Clint Bryant was the first one that I saw on the on the conservative side of TikTok. And he was talking about he was talking about the um how you could go online and you can look up the the all the stuff that's in your water, that your your tap water. And he's the first one I've seen and it was right around the time of COVID. And then I made a video, I made a video cause there was a big rally somewhere. It was like 800,000 people. And that video that I made, it was on my band account now. <laughs> I video that I made that video. I mean, it, it, it took off. It took off. And when it took off, I said, this is the side of TikTok that I need to be on. And then COVID hit and then it was just research, research, research. And here I am now. I think that's the worst. I don't think that this government planned on people to get bored and start researching. And they researched everything because they had the time. They thought people were just going to Netflix and chill, binge watch series, Mm -hmm. You know, and do that, TikTok dances. Yeah, that was it. That was it. I don't. I, they must. They must think that highly of us to think that we're just going to sit in front of the TV and and that's all we're going to do. Video games and TV. 
but yeah. people got bored. Their minds got mm-hmm. bored. They needed to do something, and it was just research friendly. And I don't think that th- that this government ever planned on that. So it was no. kudos to to the people, uh, you know, in, in America, of course, but around the world that 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 they started doing that. Well, now what are they doing? Internet censorship, internet bans, yep. sites removed. Because when this next pandemic gets released, they don't want people online looking at stuff. So they're no. gonna they're gonna shut down everything they can. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That that's one of those plans that that they thought they were so surefire on, and it backfired on them. I'm I'm just shocked at all the information that's coming out, and people just yeah. don't want to listen to it. Yeah, still to this day. Okay, <clears throat> there's people who have been digging into this stuff and knew all about this stuff way longer than I have. 2020 was my year of awakening. That was the, the, like, I was just listening to what the government was telling us about the shots and about, you know, you got to do this. And then they, and then what really got me is when they started offering us free stuff. Mm-hmm. That's when I said, okay, it's time for me to start digging and looking into some information. And I found, I found so much stuff. And, and, and like I said, in a previous video on TikTok, I have barely scratched the surface. So, but yeah, man, 2020 was the year I woke up and, and, and ever since then, it's like, I'm like a bug to a bug light. I just can't stop. No matter how hard I try to put it down and, and walk away from it and reground, I always end up coming back to digging up and finding some more stuff. It, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a bug to a light, man. That's, that's a great, <laughs> great phrase. And that's, yeah. that's the same, that's the same thing for me is here in Washington state, they had, uh, a million dollar lottery if you got the jabby jab you got the you got a number and you got put into this drawing for a million dollars and you could get free donuts from Krispy Kreme you could um concert tickets Eric Church concert tickets you get this we'll give you a concert and I'm sitting there thinking when has they ever done this for any shot any vaccine ever exactly like there's there's something going on here and even my own dad i mean he got he was pissed at me because i was you know i, I was against it from the beginning and then i'd be yeah. and then i would be talking about and actually no it's on facebook today it's in the timeline um i was leaving for arizona and i was like yeah you know what i'm gonna break down i'm gonna go get it i'm gonna go get my vacation and everybody thought i said vaccination so I'm getting all these comments like, good for you. Glad you came around. And I'm like, that comment didn't age well for you guys, did it? <laughs> oh, man. So God, it's just uh, the amount of information that's out there. And people just don't want to look at it. They, they, you know, same thing like that, that's going on for, you know, the 9-11 stuff that's coming out. The I mean, anything, anything in, in yeah. history that our, that our government has had the hands on, that information is all coming out and they just, people just don't want to look at it. They're like, now just no. move on. I'm like, wait a second. Yeah. You guys were talking about putting us into camps because we didn't get the vaccination and now we're just supposed to move on. Yeah. Yeah. That, that doesn't make any sense to me. It, it, clear that up for me, please. And and it's not only that, that, that they don't, they don't want to, they don't want to read it and they don't want to find it. Some people actually read it and still don't believe it. And that's the crazy thing. It's like, really? You, I mean, it's right there in your face. It's, it's plain and simple. Granted, a lot of people use Google for their searches because they don't know how to alter alter their, their routes of, mm-hmm. of, uh, of moving through the internet. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's the easiest one. It's right there on your phone. So, so yeah, and 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 most of the information that they get, it is false anyway. But still, the stuff that they find that is true, it's like, oh no, that's not right. They can't do that. <laughs> okay, well, you've got to really. You, so when you use Google, you've got to really scroll down, scroll, yes. scroll, scroll, and then you can, you know, you can find stuff because you got to get past the sponsored. You know, yep. and Jess, um, Jessica with, we want the names. She said she, it was a, it was a daily grind to get her information to not only not be messed with when it was on these Google searches, but to at least be the first one that pops up when you, right. when you type in, we want the names. Cause before she said it was, it was all the way down that list and you had to uh-huh. actually scroll, scroll, scroll to go find it. Now it's, it's the yeah. first thing that pops up when you, so she's like, I had a daily, it was a daily grind to get my information to be at the top of the list. When you type in, we want the names organization. Like that That's should crazy. be the first thing that comes up. So yeah, it's right. a daily grind and it's a, it's an operation against the, you know, the good guys. That's right. That's right. And, and, and the worst thing that they can have is us being as loud as we are right now. And they can't stand that. I'm thankful for, for this platform. I started my podcast just to talk to friends that I had from around the country that, you know, have things going on, have businesses, um, you know, just lots of, lots of other stuff. And then it turned into, I wanted to give, um, you know, like red pill advice, men, men need to be better get away from the get away from the video games and the Cheetos all over your sweatshirt and you know just stuff like that just be better men just be leaders yeah. of your family you know all this stuff and then Absolutely. it turned into at the same time as when I got on the TikTok of maybe we need to kind of gear this towards um towards uh politics and and bringing to light what's going on and oh now i'm censored or now i'm banned okay we're we're kind of onto something here my i can see my views of my show going up that we got something here so that's really how it kind of all came together and and you know my views are taken off and then uh in the last month because of a a certain beef my views have gone way up because it it pushed me into the different talks that i was in like i was telling you earlier and that just brought more listeners so that plan um, of trying to censor us really backfired and it has not worked. So I was oh, yeah. a little thank, a little thankful for that merch bum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and how long have you had your podcast? It's um, been over a year, right? This one I've had uh, two and a half years. Um, oh, okay. It, it was, okay. Uh, we ha- I have a, a buddy of mine, a baseball player, friend of mine that we did a podcast called hot cast one. And then, you know, we're, we're doing a show. I think we did like 80 shows with that. Well, at the same time, I wanted to do something a little bit different other than the, the baseball. So mm-hmm. that's when, cause I got a friend, he was, he played in the world series of poker. Uh, he's a cigar guy, whiskey guy, knows whiskey inside and out. It's a great conversation. I actually had my first cigar with him on, on a podcast up at the, um, can't remember the uh, flame. I don't know, whatever. It's about the casino there. They got a cigar lounge up there. Um, and we brought in the podcast equipment. They sectioned off a corner of the room for me. And I we, we just sat there and talked for almost three hours while we smoked cigars. I, I, wow. booked, a, I booked a room out there thinking this is going to be the end of my world because even just like chewing tobacco like Copenhagen or Skull or whatever, my world yeah. spins just smelling it. 
Okay. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to have a cigar. Um, I, I might get like three puffs in and then everything just starts spinning. We got to end the show, get up to the room, that type of deal. Oh no, I loved it. I loved yeah. it. Yeah. We talked for, I think I had You're two a cigar man. Yeah. I was from that point. Boom. I was a cigar guy. All right. <laughs> right on. Right you, on. You smoke, you do cigars? Uh, no, I smoke cigarettes. Okay. Unfortunately. Hard, the hard but, stuff. Yeah. The hard stuff, yeah. <laughs> stuff that I know is not good, but I still do it. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't, know what, I don't know what it is. A good cigar and a, and a glass of whiskey, man, it's so relaxing. It's just... It, it is the life. I, I haven't had... Uh, the last cigar I had was a... It came from the Philippines. I can't remember what name it was. But, uh, yeah, my buddy was having... He was having a, uh, a little get-together and... And he bought cigars for everybody, and we sat there and did exactly what you said. We smoked cigars and drank some whiskey, man. <laughs> That's a <laughs> lot a of my lives. When I go on lives with you guys, I'm sitting outside where it's pitch dark, where you know Stacy's at, and probably where you're yeah. at. But it's beautiful yeah. blue sky where I'm at, sitting there oh, with yeah. a cigar and some whiskey, just talking away. <laughs> yeah, man, lucky duck. You get you get a little bit longer light than we do. <laughs> a little bit, but you guys get the you guys get to start your day before I do. Yeah, yeah. So that's true. What do you, what do you foresee us us going down when it comes to you know I, I talk about fifteen minute cities. Ren's talked about fifteen minute cities. Where do you see this country going? Where when, with everything that's being pushed upon us? Where what do you see in in the rules and the regulations and everything that's being pushed upon us? What do what do you see? Uh, man, I'm, um, I'm kind of a scattered brain when it comes to things like this. So I'll try to, I'll try to keep it in one lane for you, uh, man. Really? You know, out of everything that I've learned up until this point, so far, it's all just like one big movie. You know what I mean? Oh, very much so. And Joe Biden has sat here and he has promised it before he got elected. He promised us this. He promised us this. He did this. He said he was going to do this. He did that. And it's been the total opposite since he's been in. And all the while, they say Donald Trump is such a bad guy, you know. But yet, when Donald Trump was in office, I had money in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, when Donald Trump was in office, gas prices was at a decent price. I could buy food. I go to I go to the store and spend a hundred dollars at the store and have food in my house for at least a week and a half. Joe Biden has crashed all that. Not to mention we got the open borders. We got all this crap going on over there in Israel. The Ukraine Russia thing. Really, man, this is what I see. I see them trying to implement something on us, and one day the people are just going to say no. And that's when the fight is going to begin. That's what I see. And how, how does it all play out? Um, I hope it plays out that nobody, you know, nobody suffers too big of a loss, but I know there's going to be big losses, but I do think that we, the people in the end will prevail. Because simply it's more of us than it is them. And we all have multiple guns in our homes. A lot of There's over 3 trillion rounds of ammunition in this country. And that's just talking about legal gun owners, okay? 
we're not talking about the criminals. We're not talking about the felons. We're not talking about none of those people who ain't supposed to have firearms, the illegals and all that stuff. So I think that it's going to be bad. I think it's going to be real bad. But I think that in the end, we the people will take this country back. I wonder where the line is. And I've, I've, I've talked about that on this podcast. I've talked about it on, on TikTok. Where, what is the line? Like we, like it, what, what needs to be taken from people before everybody stands up? I mean, there's a good majority that, of people who are, they're like, fuck it. Let's just go. Let's light the candle. Let's go. Yeah. It's, it's time. We need to people. do something. And yeah, United we stand. Yeah. But yeah, but we're a small number in the, in the, in the grand scheme of things. Like what, what is it going to take for, for my neighbors? What, what freedoms need to be taken away for that? You know, and then right. it doesn't stop with just us. It's going to go to somebody else. Once, once we're mm-hmm. put in the camp, in, in the FEMA camps, hopefully we're all there together. You know, we'll, we'll see, we'll have barbecues at night. <laughs> but, that FEMA camp wouldn't stand oh, if they put all of us dude. together, man. <laughs> We just got we just got lasers that are just pointed at us every turn we move. Just do it. They're just saying, just do it. Just do something. They don't even let us outside. <laughs> but the next group, uh, you know, the next group up, they're they're it's not going to stop with just us. And that's what a lot of people right. think is like, oh well, it's you know, it, it's just you guys. You're the ones out there promoting you know misinformation and conspiracy theories and blah blah blah. And then you know this world would be a lot better without you guys. But would it? I mean, you really? wouldn't know these people wouldn't know half the shit that's going on if we didn't say anything about it. Absolutely so, not. I agree one hundred percent. It's it's not going to stop with us, I, and I keep trying no. to tell people that it's not going to stop with us. I've asked that same question: What is going to be the straw that breaks the camel's back? What's it going to be? And I mean, personally, if you, if you ask me. I think the people are going to let pretty much everything get and take, get taken away from them until they start coming for the guns. I think that will be the moment when the people are like, all right, yeah, look, no, don't think so. I think the people will allow all of their rights to be stripped from them. Besides that, because so far, look how much has been taken from us already. Mm-hmm. We can't, we can't, we can't get on TikTok and say whatever we want. We can't get on Facebook and say whatever we want. And if you say certain things in public, you're liable to get arrested for a hate crime. <laughs> so that red flag laws are a legit deal. Yes. And, and they might not, they might not take your stuff away right then and there, but now you're being watched and every turn right. you make, every move you make, you're being watched. It's right. The red flag laws abs- are, are the absolute and people say, well, it's just you, it's just you, um, you know, see something, say something. That's all the red flag law is. I said, no, no. Oh no, it's no. not. It's much worse than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the scorned mom, right. Who's, who's might've had the, the dad that cheated or whatever. She's trying to take her kids. All she has to say is he's got guns and he's unstable. He might be the calmest dude, nicest dude, churchgoer, you know, whatever. Help help old ladies across the street, dude. And now all she did was had to say that one thing that wasn't even true. And now either A, he will get his guns taken away, or B, 
he's now on a list to do if anything happens they know that he's got guns well now we've got to have six or seven sheriff's officers to go deal with some some situation that comes up yeah exactly red flag laws exactly. sure. i'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. sitting here looking uh lt defense um they just redid their website so it, i had a message that popped up so i'm just kind of looking are are you good on your tactical gear Without saying too much, but are you good on your tactical gear, food supply, all that stuff? For the most part, yeah. For for, for the most part, yeah. Like I said, I've been I've been doing this since twenty twenty. You know, then I have this thing. I have this thing that when I get my mind on something and I'm focused on it, I, I can't let it go. You know. So for the most part, yeah. Um, there's a couple things that I still need to get yet without saying too much, but, uh, for the most part, yeah. I mean, I have me and my old lady, um, also her, her father, he's been buying stuff too. Um, so I have stuff for her. I have stuff for, for my 10 year old. He also has stuff for my 10 year old. So yeah. Um, my, 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 my biggest thing right now is, um, <clears throat> making sure I store my water correctly, mm-hmm. you know? Cause, cause that's a big thing. You know, I got, I have a lot of water <laughs> and I don't want it to go bad. So I'm trying to store that correctly and get that. But for the most part, yeah, man, we're, we're, we're pretty good. I, and even now I still buy what I can, you know? Yeah. Returning the stock over checking dates, but yep. water is, is mine. That's my, and I, and I talk about it all the time and yet I'm still so far behind on water yeah. and i've got i've got jugs it's you know you're trying to keep them in a dark place out of the sunlight because water does go bad mm-hmm. if it sits in the sunlight too long so i mean i've got mm-hmm. i've got water but i don't have enough and right I, we have um culligan here i'm uh, culligan's all over the country but you can go to culligan and you get the five gallon jugs i think they're 15 bucks or they're ten dollars yes. or something like that full yes. of water I need to go up there and just spend a hundred bucks and, and you know, well, like once a month, just bring a hundred dollars worth of water and just have it stored. But yet yeah. I keep forgetting to do it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, see me, my thing is, is, is I have, I'll think about something like water. Right. And I know that I have to do it in my mind. I'll think about something else and I'll be like, Oh yeah, I need that too. And instead of focusing on the water, I go focus on, on this over here instead. <laughs> my my daughter's like, and I've I've got a go bag for her as well. Like I I need to go back through my go bag because I think I've got too much stuff in it. And I so then yeah. is what I did is I started buying things that were multi purpose. So then that should yeah. remove a couple of the things just to fill it with one. Right. But not me. I'm I'm dumb, and I just throw it all in the bag together. It's like I would rather carry it than have my kids carry it. Well, then I got to thinking, you know, if I'm out of town for work or I got a meeting somewhere else, and something happens, I've got all the gear, and I've got a go bag going for my daughter. She's got a she's got medical supplies and all that stuff. She's got flashlights, and there's stuff in there. Don't get me wrong, but I I need to I need to allow my daughter who's 17 wants to be an adult. I need to allow her that freedom to be an adult. Yeah. And as a yeah. parent, you know, this, you don't like, you want them to grow up and you, that's our job is that's our job is to raise them to the point where they're going to be on their own and be out of the house. And, you know, we get to a certain point where it's your time now, 
but yet yeah. I don't want that time to quite come. I want to be the one that keeps her safe, but it's that <laughs> like, I got to start moving stuff from my bag into hers and, and God, it's a tough, it's tough. It sucks being a parent, man. <laughs> it's tough. It is man. And, and you know, and, and when you first see your, when you first see your child, you're, you're so excited and yeah, it ends up, it, it, it's a tall task and you know, and that's why only certain people are built for it. So I have uh, I have conversations with my best friend, and he's probably going to laugh when I'm saying this, but he's got a he's got a girlfriend that she thinks she's not quite sure if she wants to have kids or not. So he's he's our age. I think you're my age. I'm 44. So he's he my best friend's 41, and his girlfriend's a little bit younger, a lot younger, but she doesn't know if she wants to have kids yet. And and he's like, do I want to start over? So his youngest is is 14. I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. you're starting over, man. You only got you got five years left, or four years yeah. left. I got five years <laughs> left, and I'm like, we've got plans, bro. <laughs> so, yeah, do you want to start over? Yeah. Do you really want to do that? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, um, I don't know how. I'm 37. Oh, young. Um, yeah, yeah. Young, still, full still, of life. Still pre 40, you know. <laughs> And you know it's crazy. Even at thirty-seven years old, my kids call me old. I said, "So when does thirty-seven become old?" Yeah, no <laughs> I don't get it. No shit. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, man. Um, I right now with with uh, with how bad things are in not just this country but the entire world, man. I wouldn't recommend anybody have any more kids right now. Just, just. I mean, that's just my personal opinion. I, I told my daughter that, and she wound up pregnant anyway. So, but I told her, I said, I said it's dangerous. It's really, it's 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 too dangerous. And I said, and I once I found out she was pregnant, I said, now you know your dad's not going to leave that baby's side, right? She goes, I know. That's why I'm glad you're going to be there. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when they take that baby out and they take it, and they go, I'm following the kid. I'm not. I don't, I don't trust this too much man with all the, the the child trafficking and the human trafficking and stuff going on i said i i just my personal opinion i don't think that anybody should be having children right now i don't think it's a good time and and with how many rights a parent has when it comes to their children and the state continually trying to take it this their the, mm-hmm. the, the rights away the state wanting to control how they learn and what they learn it's tough like I have yeah. the schools that my kids go to, we have parent teacher conferences and it's not a conference. It's a quiz. And you're, you're on the, you're on one side of the table. I'm on the other side of the table and I'm quizzing you because I want to know what my kid is learning. Cause they don't, yeah. we don't get to see anything. Remember when we got sent home syllabuses? Uh-huh. Is, I do remember that. This is, this is what our class is. This is the goal of the class. This is the different subjects. This is what we're teaching within each subject. This is, you know, the format of which we're going to go down the timeline. Great. Yeah. Thank you. I, I, I appreciate this. Now they don't send that home at all. So no. now it's okay. Well, what are you learning? And some classes it'll be on, um, it'll be online. Like you can go into the, the teacher's, um, uh, the teacher's uh, online fo- uh, profile of the school, yeah. and it'll it'll show yeah. it up on there, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. I wish everybody would do that. But yeah, see I'll here in Kansas, there. we have we have a, we have a thing uh, for for my ten year old. It's called Class Tag. It's an app that parents can download, 
and they can communicate directly with the teacher and they can also see what's going on in the classroom. Like teacher gives morning report on, 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 on all children. She gives a midday report when she gives the end of the day report. She says what, what, what they're learning in this class, this class, this class, this class. And I think that's, I, like you said, I think everybody across the country should be doing that for, for schools. That, that is, I think, I think it's so cool because, you know, we just had a little hiccup the other day and instead of having to go directly to the school and schedule a time to talk to the teacher, my old lady was able to just get on the app and talk to the teacher directly right there. Oh, wow. And find out what, and find out what was going on, find out what happened, what went down and, and came and come up with the conclusion to the problem. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I think it's awesome. I think everybody across the country should have that. Because as parents, we, we want to know what's going on with our children yeah. when they're not around us. Did your kids come out all right from, from the COVID days of being, of being home? Were your kids homeschooled? I guess you're in a completely different state than I am. Uh, yes, my, both, both my old, uh, yes, all three of my kids actually were, uh, were, were, uh, they had to do, was it called Zoom? Yes. Yeah, they had to do the Zoom schooling or whatever, and they struggled. They struggled so, so bad. It was so hard as a parent to watch that, you know, and and some of the things that they teach them, I don't know. I don't know some of the stuff that they're learning, just being honest. But, uh, and the fact that I couldn't help them get through that, and they struggled. And then when they went, when they finally was able to go back to school, both, both all three of them said, it's weird because we've been out of school for almost a full year with no people interaction. And all of a sudden they're going to throw us back in school and we got thousands of people around us. Gotcha. So yeah, they struggled being at home. And then for like the first couple months of going back to school, because they tried to do the here, they tried to do the whole, um, you go to school Monday, Tuesday, and then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you'll have zoom class. And then the next week they go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you go to school Thursday, Friday, you have zoom class. None of the parents here went for it. We said, no, either they're going back to school or they're, or they're going to stay at home. Yeah. At what point <laughs> does that, does it matter if you have, what does COVID only pop up on certain days? Right. Right. And, and I was a big, I, I'm big. I was big on going completely against the narrative. I told my kids, do not let anybody stick a needle in your arm. And you don't have to wear a mask. I said, you, if anybody says anything to you about wearing a mask, you tell them I don't have to. My right is to not wear a mask. And I, and I choose not to wear a mask. Yeah. You, you want to wear yours? Go for it. I don't, I don't, I am not going to wear mine. Right. Right. And, uh, all three of my kids understood the assignment and none of them, none of them actually had any trouble from any teachers trying to make them wear a mask. I found it funny when, and I laughed at one of the teachers because she was wearing a mask. She's the only one in her classroom for the kids while they were doing their schoolwork. She's wearing a mask talking to the kids. It's like, <laughs> I walk by, they go, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and, it, and it's like, she looked up, like, <laughs> I could see her eyes. She looked up and I go, you're in front of a camera wearing a mask. What are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, it's just the, 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 it was the propaganda, just the push. I'm just, I was, I was a little, little concerned with that, but my oldest, she's actually still doing online school. Um, 
she she found that it was it was easier for her to learn um and then now they've got the 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 counselor is all right there the the teacher has a direct line just like you were saying um for her to get help with stuff but for her she moves so fast through lessons it's actually benefiting benefiting her to being online instead of sitting there and waiting and waiting and waiting yeah, to learn right. something new and getting bored and then getting in trouble. This is actually, it's uh-huh. actually working out for her. My son though, I don't think it ever phased him. He's, you know, he's there back in school all, you know, full time and all that stuff, but I don't think it ever phased him. My middle though, it really affected that uh, mental aspect of things and the depression. And my oldest actually had it when she wasn't around other people. So this, you know, and then I say that, but now she's, she's doing online still, but she's able to go to work. She's able to go see friends. She's able to get out and, and go do things. So in that aspect, it really, it meant messed with her and her depression, my oldest and her depression and brought to light a few underlying issues that I don't know if we would have ever found out had they just been continually going to school. Right. 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 Yeah. And it's, 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 uh, it's crazy how they how they did that, man. You know how many kids that affected across this country. I mean, it affected so many kids. I mean, I even hear kids to this day still talking like, you know, when they talk about COVID, when they talk, they call it the COVID year here. The kids here around here, they call it the COVID year. Yep, same uh, thing COVID here. year really messed me up, man. Like, you know, the, the as far as as far as not just academics, but as far as sports and stuff like that. You know, there's there, there's kids here who said that they couldn't play sports all their lives. They couldn't play sports when they, when they got to high school because they were making them wear masks. And it's like, I can't breathe, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, it, it affected kids in so many different ways. And like you said, it brought out some things in our children that we would have never found out otherwise. My daughter, uh, she played volleyball and softball, um, got to freshman year of high school, and then boom, COVID hits. So she wasn't able to play that. She was, and then, uh, the next full year, then she went down to live with her mom. And then now she's back here for her senior year. But once, once they lost, they lost that time of playing volleyball and, and, and softball for her, she didn't have any interest in it after that. And I was like, this is, this is a big problem because that's how kids, number one, they learn how to fail. Number one, number two, though, they learn how to succeed of overcoming mm-hmm. obstacles and succeeding that I think sports is a very, is an integral part of growing up and learning those two, those two things mainly, but they, they were robbed of that. So now right. you get, now you've got it somewhere along the uh, else along the line that you've got to fail at something and then overcome the obstacles. So yeah. when is that going to yeah. present itself for these kids to learn that I mean, we have a whole hiring group that isn't going to be good at their at jobs because they have never failed. They've never been told no. They've never been fired. Right. So right. those things need to start coming to light at some point. Yeah, at some point. And uh, the sooner the better. We have uh, hunting season and stuff now as well. And my my best friend, he's, he's, he's stayed out all, you know, the last three days he's been out there. He calls me up and he's like, dude. I have been in the field. I've been out there. I've been watching these deer. He's like, but no bucks. He's like, I can't. He's like, I got to shoot something. And the the entire time he's saying that, I'm seeing the movie Sniper 
I believe that's what it is, where the, the the Marines spent all four years just you know going on the lines of, of of failure and not and not succeeding. The sniper's job was to actually pull the trigger on somebody. He did all yeah. the training. He did all the you yeah. know he's got he's got enemies in front of him, and he's never been able to told he can pull the trigger. And I just see my best friend out there in the field going, "I can't pull it. I can't pull it. I can't pull it. I can't pull it." <laughs> and then he calls me. He says, "I didn't have anything to shoot at." <laughs> oh that's awesome yeah man uh hunting hunting season is in effect and um i've always been into hunting but i've never gone out because it, for the longest time here in kansas in order for you to get your hunter safety course you had to you had to figure out you had to find out when they were going to do it which was usually a saturday and a sunday and it was an all-day 12-hour class both days and it was free, but I could never catch it when I had availability. And just a couple months ago, I, I found out that you can go online and you can do your hunter safety course through the, NR, the NRA website. Mm. And, that's, and that's how I did it. So I got, I got my hunter safety course and, and uh, I just bought me up some gear and stuff. And I got a buddy who he's been hunting for about six years now. And he, a dude, he loves it. I mean, he loves it. So when we get to talking about it, we end up being on the phone for three, three and a half hours just talking about buck and deer and doe. And, <laughs> and you know, and I'm, I'm just starting to get into it this year. And uh, hopefully I get me something nice this year. It'd be nice. Yeah. It'd be nice. It's be always my good first to fill year into it. Yes. Yes. Because that's ultimately why I got into it. And I'm doing it anyways, because I'm trying to get away from the store bought food. You know, even though I have, I have a local butcher that I can go to, but he's not always, his prices fluctuate. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Like, like sometimes, sometimes it's, it's, you get a deal and then sometimes it's like, Hey, I have to hit you this time. Oh, and I, I don't necessarily like that. So I'd rather yeah. just go out and kill my food and bring it home. Yeah. We've got, we've got a, a connection for, for beef. We know exactly what it's being fed. We know exactly what uh, what right. shots are given to it. Um, right, friend of a friend of oh, a friend, but friend of the family. Uh, pig, same thing. Friend of the family. I know exactly what what soil it is that those pigs are standing on. I know exactly where they're at and what pen they're in, and the the family and how they they raise the pigs. Um, we've got a, a couple different connections for chickens. That's all. That's all local. We know exactly what they're doing. They're not. It's not yeah. this this factory food, and that is going yeah. to go forward. Going forward, that's going to be an, an important aspect of what goes into our bodies, because right. of of this mRNA technology that's being pushed into animals as well. They're they're trying to get this mRNA into our bodies one way or the other. And yeah. our food. Bill, is Bill Gates the said the quiet part out loud. Yeah. Boy, Bill Gates has said a lot of things out loud. Yes, he has. Little rat. <laughs> I, I, I think remember, he was like a little squirrel. <laughs> I remember being just out of college, and Bill Gates was talking about vaccines then. And it's like, wait a second. Um, I can't remember what, what the other side of that was. It's somebody who was talking about something that had nothing, no business talking about this. And I remember the same group of people going, These, this dude has no, no business talking about whatever it was. I can't remember what it is. But I remember then Bill Gates coming, who's a, who's a computer dude who 
now is talking about vaccines. He has no business. He has no no yeah. no license in pharmacy or vaccine creating. You know what whatever whatever it is. Yeah. But yet he has the ability to talk. Well, it's a billionaire. He's a billionaire. He's just trying to help humanity with his money for good. Wait a second. Wasn't that, I believe it was the Koch brothers. They were doing something, but they're Republicans. So he's evil. So I think that's who it was. But for the life of me, I can't remember what the other side was, but yet it was in the same breath. These, the liberals will talk, say, Oh, Bill Gates is so good for humanity because he's donating, putting his money to good use. And I said, yeah. you might want to, might want to slow the horses down a little bit when it comes to that. Listen to what he says and watch what vaccines. Cause, cause right now we know what he's doing with, with depopulation. We know what he's doing mm-hmm. with the, the different aspects of mosquitoes and mm-hmm. Gray knows about that better than anybody else right at the moment. Yes, he does. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. And what's Man. crazy is the university of Washington, which, which uh, I'm not a big fan of just because of their, their colors and their football program. But they uh, they are the ones who did the mosquito study and trying to get the the I want to call them drone mosquitoes, but there there's another there's another technical term for them. But the the the, the lab created mosquitoes to where you can fill them with you know whatever you want to, and that's what they go and that's what they they go out and spread just like normal mosquitoes do. It's fucking crazy. Wow. Wow, that is insane. That is insane. I've seen multiple videos of these. You know, you you know about the when they released them all in Florida right before the hurricane, right? Correct. Okay. Okay. I've seen videos of people from different areas all across the South who who would kill these things, and then they'd look at them and they'd be green, like they'd look like they have a green lime green substance that was shoved into them, and they have a number on them. When I saw that, I said, wow, I can't believe that is real. Yeah. Oh, you'll get people. So you'll have video of that, of, you know, then you can see the number in there and you can see the, whatever they were filled with. No, that yeah. is, that's not real. That's sci-fi. That's wait, mm-hmm. no, wait a second. This is a live fucking video. You can get it. You can see the number right, right there. We already know right. that this is what they want to do because they've already come out saying that these mosquitoes are designed to go and attack other mosquitoes because of the malaria that's how it's being sold to people so even right. though the even though the science is telling everybody that yes this is true these are created they're supposed to go and attack other mosquitoes to kill them for the malaria mm-hmm. but no that's sci-fi that that's not going on yeah <laughs> remember well, right in your face that. it's right in your face yeah you want to deny it there you go <laughs> there you go <laughs> crazy man crazy 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 everything all, all of it everything i mean and it's like and it's like the more research you do me for me daily sometimes sometimes i'm sitting here when i get off work and i don't have anything to do i'm just sitting here and i'm scrolling through my tablet just looking at stuff i'll see something i'll read on it and i'll just close my tablet and set it down this is whoa that just blew my mind. I have to get up and walk away. <laughs> yeah, take a breath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate it when people say, oh, you're just going down rabbit holes. It's like, and you're not really going down rabbit holes. You're just researching. Yeah. You're just you're really? just looking at everything that's available to everybody else. I'm not doing anything different than what you could be doing, what you should be doing. But yeah. yet you call it a rabbit hole because you don't want to believe it. Right. A rabbit hole and a conspiracy. But yet, 
even though the conspiracies have been proven right so many times. Oh, lucky guess. Yeah, that's not that happened. <laughs> lucky guess. <laughs> do you uh do you want to talk about nine eleven? Yeah, sure, we can. A lot of people don't like talking about it just because of the of the dramatic dramatics behind it and uh, the what people want to believe of it. But with all of this information that's coming out, what do you believe of 9-11? I believe that 9-11 was an inside job. I I believe that without a shadow of a doubt because, I mean, there's a few factors that, that, that tell me that, you know, like the money that went missing the day before. Well, 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 how much was it? $3 trillion two, or something like that? $2.3 trillion. Uh, trillion dollars just goes missing. Or was okay? it billion? It, I, I can't remember. I wanna, I'm, I'm leaning toward trillion. I'm leaning toward trillion as well. I'm leaning toward trillion as well. $2.3 trillion. Yeah. We'll just go okay. with that. Sub, sub, air quotes, it could be $2.3 billion. But There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So there's that. There's that factor, and then the footage. The, the the footage. Okay, let's stop there. Let's stop right there for a second. I was 16 years old when 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 9/11 happened. I was in gym class. I remember it like it was yesterday. We were in the middle of playing a basketball game. Uh, principal comes in, tells tells the gym teacher something. Gym teacher blows a whistle. He said, shut it all down, everybody to the locker room. We go to the locker room, turn the TV on, towers on fire. And then we see, quote, air quotes, the second plane. Okay? I'm following. As I'm watching that, the second plane, it looks like it almost went through the building. That, (laughs) That right there threw me for a loop. Mind you, I'm, I'm only 16, so I'm not really putting two and two together just yet. This is all new to me. Damn, I ain't never seen this. Okay. But based upon all the information that's coming out now and all the video footage and all the evidence of key witnesses who were there saying that there was no planes, I think it was an inside job. And I think that um, it is bigger than... I think it's, I think there's more people tied to it than just the United States. We had just had the lady. I saw a video that there were four news broadcasts that came out on that day. One of them was a lady who was in an apartment complex um, across the way from you could. She said you could see the towers, but there were yeah. there were three guys standing on top of a of a of a white van watching everything going on and they were cheering and they were jumping up and laughing and, and, uh, you know, high fiving, you know, celebrating. Yes. Danielle sent that to me. I seen that earlier today as well. Yeah. And celebrating. So the lady called it in and said, Hey, you know, we've got all this going on, but these, these guys down here, they're celebrating. Well, they turn out being Israelis. Yeah. Like, and then with everything that's going on with Israel right now, is that just convenient that, you know, and, and I was talking to Freedom Stick about this. I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ADD moment. I was talking to Freedom Stick about this when it comes to the Simpsons. 
He said, how, how easy is it for them, especially with the Simpsons, it's, it's, it's drawing and animation, right? To, for yeah. them to just take out a little clip and then redo it like the Cubs winning the World Series. They could have said the Mariners won the World Series and insert Mariners into that. Or, you know, you've got whatever whatever else the world has going on. All they got to do is take it out, clip it, and put in a new, th- new you know, a new clip to make it flow right. seamlessly through there like they actually predicted it in air quotes. So... Uh-huh. So I'm talking about that, that you can actually do that. Well, now we've got all of this information surfacing of of Israel and all of the stuff that they've kind of had their hands in, but yet George Bush and um, I want to say uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, but I don't, I don't, I think when Bush was in office, somebody else was in office as well in Israel, but they were, whichever one it was, they were very close. So yeah. how is it that maybe that all of this stuff that's starting to come out was just, it's being saved because it was being recreated for the illusion that Israel is bad. We, we gotta, we gotta yeah. put this Israel, Israel is bad. Look at all this bad stuff they're doing that all of this stuff just now is starting to come out. But nonetheless, mm-hmm. they were these three guys, they got interrogated and they got followed by the FBI and then they were released back to, to Israel with no charges against them. They were just filming. They said, so I just yeah. I thought it was crazy that that all of this information now is starting to come out about nine eleven and Israel. So yeah, yeah, and then and then uh, another thing, another thing that 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 has me thinking that it was an inside job is because uh, when George Bush was notified, okay, did classroom. you see his reaction? Yes, did you see his reaction? Mm-hmm. He went. He did nothing. Good. And went right. He, back he to did the class. nothing. Yeah. Now, now, <clears throat> I don't know too many good presidents in the, that that we've had in this country, but I believe that if that was Donald Trump, he'd have jumped right up and left. That's well, what I think. Any, in any terrorist attack, the president is swooped up, president mm-hmm. and vice president is swooped up, put on Air Force One, and they're sent to the sky. Yep. Because that is what every, every, um, um, every uh, situation out there, I'm looking for the wordage and I'm not finding it. I need my alpha brain. The, 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 the that's what protocol is. The president, vice president gets swooped yeah. up air force one in the air in five minutes. Yes. And yet, well, we've got this going on. They, they, they know who it is because of the passport that was on the ground that had just miraculously blew out of the plane and landed and in perfect condition. That was, yeah. that was weird. No, Convenient. Somebody no flame damage, no smoke damage or anything. So what, did he just toss it out the window before he hit or what? Must have. Must have. <laughs> I mean, man. Uh, but, and then the, the, the president just went, yeah, okay. And then yeah. right back to the class. Like, nah, no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> he just sat there. He just sat there. Like, the video no, no emotion footage. on his face. Yeah, no emotion No emotion on his face. Okay. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> the video camera. Yeah, and, and, and because of 9-11, I joined the Army. Oh, did you? Thank I, you for you your know, service. I, that, absolutely, man, absolutely. Uh, for, unfortunately, I didn't serve, serve, because two and a half months in, I blew my knee out. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, and I joined because I was like, you know, at the time, I, like I said, I was 16 years old. I didn't really put two and two together. I was like, 
No, they didn't come over here to my country and start fucking shit up. No, I'm going to go to their country and do the same thing. <laughs> so I signed up for the army and, and, uh, unfortunately I didn't get hurt, but uh, my job, I was a tanker. I was a 19 kilo. And, um, if, uh, once I finished my training, I was going to come back home 10 days R and R rest and relaxation, meet, see with your family and stuff. And then I was headed right over to, uh, Fallujah. Okay. Yep. That was going to be my job, but, what, uh, yeah, man, um, we were, we were doing a drill where we had dummy rifles and, and the, and the drill consisted of when, when drill sergeant blew the whistle, you run. And then when he blows the whistle, you get down on the ground, you aim, bang, 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 bang. When he blows the whistle, you get up, take off running. Okay. Well, I had done that and I, I got, got a little fatigued mentioned, not to mention we were on gravel <laughs> while we were doing this. And I just, instead of diving. I just dropped down to my knee, boom, right then and there, I felt oh. it. Yep, right then Was and there, I felt it. Uh, no, the kneecap split right down the middle, and I do believe, and I do believe I severely sprained my MCL when I did that. Okay. Yeah. Ouch. Uh, it, nasty. It was nasty. I'm talking, I woke up the next morning, you know, they come in four o'clock in the morning, get your asses up, it's time for PT, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. I go to get out of bed and fell over. Yeah. He goes, what the hell's wrong with you? I said, I can't stand up. He goes, well, get your ass up. You ain't got no choice. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't, man. All right, we'll take your ass to med call. How? I can't walk. <laughs> you going to carry me? <laughs> I tore my, my patella tendon, and the, the kneecap itself went up uh, halfway up my quad. So I was, and I was playing softball, but the same thing. I had dove for a ball playing shortstop. I dove for a ball and there's some gravel on this field. I think that I had caught a shard of that on the, Mm -hmm. on the, on the tendon itself. And then Uh. as I'm running, it just snaps. So I, Uh. I take two more steps and then fall. And then I've got to scooch myself back into third base and I can't Mm. move. And my, I feel nothing. Right, Nothing. this is the adrenaline. Uh, like I was in the middle mm-hmm. of a run. I, th- um, I had scoring on my mind. I was rounding third and going home, and then <laughs> boom! I just I just fell to the ground, and I don't know why. I thought I got mm-hmm. hit by the ball and hit hit my kneecap or something and you know knock my kneecap out of place. I was like, oh, let's just pop it back in and then I'll you know I'll go down. Yeah. Like it was nothing. I'll just pop my kneecap back in, right? Right, right. <laughs> and and then everybody else is like. No, that's not what happened at all. The ball was thrown behind you. Then I got worried. So I'm like, all right, well, maybe we better get down there. So my wife and kid at the time, they're in Kalispell, Montana. So it's just me. uh, They're playing softball, hanging with the guys. And my my brother-in-law just happened to be at... Uh, no, uh, my, sorry, my stepbrother was, just happened to be at the game. So he goes and, and grabs the rig, comes down to the field, loads me up. And I'm like, ah, that's like no big deal. Just take your time. And then like maybe three or four minutes it, to me, it was like a half hour went by, but maybe like three or four minutes went by. I was like, man, Josh, we might want to pick it up just a little bit. And then, and then like 30 seconds later, Josh, we might, we might really want to like start, we might want to go a little bit faster. And it's like, Josh, you need to hurry up and get to the hospital now because that adrenaline was starting to wear off and it might wear off. Yeah. It was the size of a watermelon. 
So but that's what it was. It was my, I just cut my patella tendon. I had a little bit of cartilage tear. The doctor, I had mm. surgery the next day and he's, and I actually knew him cause I went to high school with his brother and he was a senior while we were a freshman. He said, the only reason your knee still stayed because when that happens, you usually tear your PCL and your MCL as well. Yeah. I, I was a catcher my entire life. I still catch now. Um, I'm leaving for mm. Arizona in two weeks to go play down in Arizona and, and, and play baseball down there and catch. But all right, said, well, good only, luck, man. Yeah, thanks. The only reason that my knee just didn't completely deteriorate because I still ran on it. I took two more steps was because yeah. I had caught for so long. My knee, my knee was sound and, and structure was sound. So, but they were they were going to cut into my pants and and uh, I was like, can I watch? I'm, I'm demented like that. Like, can I watch you <laughs> cut into my knee and pull that thing back down? Uh, we had good times. Me and the nurses, we Ooh. had good times. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I'm sure of it. I'm saying, yeah, they had me, they had me in a full leg brace, ankle all the way up to my ball sack. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you were I, not moving. No, no bend, no nothing. <laughs> yeah, I had to walk around and 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 before before they moved me to the med hall for me to to actually get ready to come out to get processed to come home. I, uh, I still had to go with my platoon. Like they made me walk around on crutches. I walked through the gas chamber. There. I walked through the gas chamber on crutches. Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They put me through the gas chamber on crutches. Uh, I couldn't, I, that, that's about the only thing that, that I could do. But, uh, yeah, while they were training, I still had to sit there and watch for another week and a half, almost two weeks. So how, how long me. were you in your brace for? Um, it's great. Content. I wore the, I wore the brace. <laughs> I wore the brace for, okay. They gave it to me while I was in there and then I came home and I wore it for about, I want to say about a month and a half. Okay. I was in my brace yep. and then I went to the doctor. I got a checkup. And he said, well, you appear to be healing pretty good. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. Like, he's like, what have you been doing? I said, I've been staying the hell off of it. <laughs> and he goes, well, you're healing pretty good, like, and everything. And then he, he told me that, hey, that's when he took the brace off. And then he said, try to, like, re, like self-rehab it. You know what I mean? Like, okay. um, do your own strength training at home, you know try to try to try, try to walk at a brisk pace. And eventually I got back to where I was. I mean, and to this day, to this day, I still have issues with it, but I think that's more, I think it's more to it besides the injury I had in, in the military, because I also played football and I caught a blindside block, top of the helmet, same knee. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's, I think I have damage in there and you know, I don't, I don't believe in paying for health insurance because around here it is ridiculously expensive and it don't, and it doesn't cover everything. Okay. So and I've gone to the doctor numerous times over the past 15 years and I can't get any results as to what's going on in my knee. And every time I go, I, I look doc, you're telling me there's nothing wrong, but there's something wrong. <laughs> like, I don't have these issues for no reason. Like I wake up one morning and my leg is locked in place. My, That's not good. My recovery was about two and a half months. Uh, same mm -hmm. thing. Brace completely zero mobility. 
Um, to yep. shower was a four and a half. Bless my wife's heart. She was a trooper. Four and a half <laughs> to five hour long process. Cause my dad lived Ooh. right across the street from me with a walk-in shower. So mm-hmm. to move me, we'd get load up with dad would bring the Jeep over and I could just slide yeah. into the back, get over yeah. to his house. And I'd have to take a nap on the, on the, in the, in the, um, front living room there, take a nap wow. for about an hour, get up, move from the living room to my dad's bedroom. That was another 45 minute to an hour nap, get into Ooh. the bathroom. Right. And I'm just standing there braces off and zero mobility. I did not want yeah. to move that. Like that scared the shit out of me, man. Yeah. To where I'm just standing in the bathroom and my wife does a quick little two minute little shower, sprays me off. I get toweled off and then I have to go lay in my dad's bed because I needed another nap. It was just so much, yeah, you know, so much. I think it was just me just worrying and my, my body's trying to be like, Hey, don't shut down. Don't shut down. Right. Right. <laughs> so and it was just a process. But one day I, I passed out on my wife. And cause I, I was holding my breath and I just, I did not want to move my knee. And I know you can relate to this. Yeah. I, I ended up passing out because I wasn't breathing, mm. Mm. but I don't have uh, only the issues that I have now is I know when I know when winter's coming. Yes. <laughs> yes. I feel it. <laughs> I feel it. That bad boy starts getting tight, starts throbbing. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Okay. Winter's coming. <laughs> it's like a it's like a it's like a cow in the field they start moving to get behind the the little hills there that's that's my knee right there it'll tell me uh-huh uh-huh uh, but i haven't had anything else i i threw a shoulder out last year uh two years ago actually pitching um and now it's kind of rehab back i'm about probably about 85 percent strength yeah. but i don't i haven't had very many injuries when it's come to sports and and activities at all i've been very fortunate me too. I've been very, very fortunate, man. I um, I haven't had any broken bones. Um, I've, I've I dislocated my shoulder, but I mean, pop that back in place, a couple little rotates, and you're good. You know. <laughs> yep. No, that's normal. That's that's completely yeah. normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so yeah, I've been very fortunate, man, and 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 I was one of those all around sports kids. I I played football, played basketball, I ran track. I wrestled. Um, uh, I thought about playing tennis one year, but everybody made fun of me, so I kind of, I kind of left it alone. I can't play <laughs> tennis. I've got. I'm a baseball player at heart, so that lift and separate just isn't good for keeping the ball within the lines of a, a to come over the net and stay in between the lines. I want to hit the ball over the yeah. fence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I, I, I like baseball, man, but I just, I just never really had anywhere to play. And none of the schools here have good baseball teams. Okay. I mean, none of them. So I just, I, I just rather, I, I being a Longhorn fan, being a Longhorn fan, neither do your, do your football teams there in, in Kansas. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you, what do yeah, you think about no. that? What do you think about the, the realignment of all these teams? I don't like it. I don't, I don't like you talking about college, right? Yes, sir. No, I don't like it whatsoever. I do not like it whatsoever because they're putting like when they brought West Virginia to the big 12, that's no, that we've that's got a big East team. We've got Pac-12 <laughs> teams, Pac-10, Pac-12 teams in the SEC. Yes. Like, yes. That, and that it just makes no sense. 
and they're going to move. I think next year they're talking about moving Texas and Oklahoma to the SEC. Correct. And I'm thinking, and I'm thinking, okay, those are some good schools, but them, them boys in the SEC are different. Okay. <laughs> We're going to find out. So, Texas beat Alabama earlier this year. Oh, that's right. They sure yeah. did. They sure did. Well, Alabama isn't Alabama anymore. I don't think. I, I, I think. Uh, I think after suffering a loss from Lane Kiffin and and Kirby Smart, I think uh, the formula has been formed to beat Nick Nick Saban. So Alabama's not Alabama anymore. I remember. I remember growing up, and it was Florida, Florida State, and UW, yep. University of Washington. Yep. Like that was yep. those those when if you wanted to win, you had to go through Florida. And then when it yep. was Florida, Florida State, you knew that the other one was going to the national championship. And then it yep. kind of moved, right? And then it moved to Texas, uh, USC, and then and then now Alabama, Syracuse. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how the mm-hmm. how it just kind of moves. You ha- you have a you have a time window, but then eventually it gets solved, and then it just kind of moves to the next time window. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy, but like uh, you know yeah. this realignment stuff, Washington State. Um, here where I'm where I'm at, I'm a Coug fan, and I always put it on my profiles. Go Cougs! They're kind of caught in the middle. Of of we, they don't really have a, a a thing to go to at the moment. They're not being picked up. They're not. It's it's the weirdest thing. They're going to end up somewhere, but I don't know. I don't think it's going to be where they want to be. Probably not. Probably not. I don't. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't agree with it, man. There's going to be teams. There's going to be teams and conferences that they're just not. They're just not going to have a chance. You know. Um. I, it, I don't like it. I, I, I like it the way it was like um, Colorado, the University of Colorado. They, I do believe they're in the Pac-12 now, aren't they're, they? Yes. Yeah. And they were in okay. the, were they, they Big were 10 in the Big before? 12. They were Big 12. Big 12. Okay. Yeah. They were, bring them back to the Big 12. Like, I, I, I don't like the realignment. And, and I don't, and I also don't like the player portal where you can transfer. Yeah. If your coach yeah, you leaves, you get to transfer where you want. You get, and I'm, yeah. I'm I'm kind of split in that because I just me being playing in college, and I if I went to a school and then the the coach changed, I was I was you know I was I went to that school because that's the offense that I wanted to that play coach. in with that yeah. coach, and then he leaves for somewhere else. I don't want to stay like if I'm a if I'm a if I'm a passing quarterback, you know we're we're running the oop de oop on one side, load them beat them one on one on the other. I want to. I want to go to a system that's like that. I don't want to go to the wishbone offense, you know. Right. If that's the if that's right. the coach that comes in, so I I kind of believe that, but yet I think it's a scapegoat for kids that just don't want to work a certain way, and then they can just transfer out. Right, right. That's how I see it. I think it's these these kids. You know, you don't get to, and and the, you know they're talking about giving college players endorsements now, right? Which I think I think that they're already they've already been doing it. But they're they talking about paying college players. Yep, yep. Your your sponsorship and endorsements. I don't like that. I, I don't, don't like that because the, the reason I watch the reason I watch college sports is because those kids are playing for something without getting paid, and just seeing the dog and the fight that they have in them trying to get just trying to get a title. You know what I mean? 100%. I love that. I love that. I love seeing the fight in those kids trying to chase a title and not chasing a paycheck. Correct. <clears throat> you get your paycheck when you get to the NFL. Correct. Or, or is, 
it, but then how do you how do you regulate this? So I'm going to say something and I'm going to contradict myself. Okay, are you ready for this? So, All right, let's do it. So you you have a quarterback like Tim Tebow. I and I still believe Tim Tebow has the most jersey sales of all time. I, I could be wrong in saying that, but I know it at a, for a very long time, Tim Tebow had the most jerseys sold of any player in college football. So wow. you have a guy like like Tim Tebow who obviously transcended outside of the game of or outside of Florida to a national you know, a, a national player to where his jersey sales get to where they are. So at some point, he is doing something correct, and he should be rewarded for that. Now, is what I don't know about the the player portal, or not the player portal, the this um, uh, the 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 payment to the players for the jersey sales and and likeness from video games. Yeah, are they getting that money right away? Or is it going into a savings account that they get after they graduate or are done playing college sports? Or that is what I don't know about it. Right, I don't know that part either. So if it's a savings it's, account, it's, I don't have a problem yeah. with that at all. Yeah, if they if they have a way to regulate the money to where they're not just going to be out there, I don't want to see college players with with 36 inch chains and, and gold earrings and, and, and rings all, I don't want to see college players looking like that. Yeah. That's a bad image for school. What's the, what's the, what's the, the, the movie where it, it's kind of goes off Florida state, but it's got uh, Latimer and it's got, um, necessary roughness. Yeah, that was kind of them, right? That was the that was what they were portrayed as this this paid team of steroid users and partiers. Yeah, yeah. I I don't I don't man. I just. I mean, I get that you want to add more to the game, and I get that you want to, because I I agree with you with uh, this kid going out here and working his ass off, rewarding. But I think that if you're going to reward them with money, it needs to be regulated. Correct. Correct. <clears throat> and as anti-government as I am, I <laughs> again contradicting yourself. Anti—I don't want government <laughs> touching nothing. But no, you need to watch that kid's money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, and, and, and as a college athlete myself, I would have liked to have had that. But like the NC two A, this is the other thing that that gets you too is in the NC2A, you can't work. You can't have a job because then that gets into the Reggie Bush aspect of things to where his mother benefited from Reggie Bush playing, got the house, got Mm -hmm. the car, all of that stuff. So if you get a job, then how much money are you making from this? And who's to say that, oh, yeah, you got a $40,000 bonus because you worked four hours. You know, that's what they're, they're trying to get rid of. So... Yeah, that's why I ask: Are these kids getting any of this money right now, or are they? You know, is it going into savings account? Because as a as a college athlete, you still need to have money to spend to go to the movies, take your girlfriend out on dates, and do all this stuff. But you're restricted right. from making any money from that. So I am, right. I am, I am for this aspect of things as long as it's not something to where the kids now are are benefiting from. Um, you know, too much money too soon. Yes, there's too many stories of of people who win the lottery and then they're they're, they're broke. You know broke. that that type of thing. Yeah, yeah, and I feel that too many too many college kids aren't ready for that kind of 
responsibility and that large amount of money because you know they're not going to get paid just like, oh, here's a thousand dollars. You know, they're going to be like, okay, well, they're going to get a fifty thousand dollar check and lose their mind. <laughs> How many tattoos can we buy with fifty thousand? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go out and buy me a new car this week, <laughs> and, then, and then get into trouble. The NBA yeah. actually does it right because the NBA they you know they they get to recruit right out of high school. The mm-hmm. NBA you have to pass classes before as soon as you're drafted you have to go into this like a it's like a financial responsibility class of getting money understanding how to invest money and how to use money and make it to where you're in, you know, in, in five years, cause the, you know, professional sports, you're, you're only uh, in a league at 2.3 years is the average of, of all of these leagues. So if you have a paycheck and you lose it, you don't want to be broke at the beginning of your three. So they, the right. NBA does it right by having these classes. And I think the NFL has started adopting that as well, but the NBA really led with that of this is how you need to manage your money. This is what you need to look for when you start dealing with agents and all of this stuff of financial people who think that they know everything and, and, and putting your money to good use. So that way you can benefit your future from this money that you're making now. I, I, I really, as much as I dislike the NBA, I really tip my cap to that, but why isn't that stuff being taught in high school? Right. Right. If you really want right. to get into the nuts and bolts of things, why is this stuff not being taught in high school? Why can't, why I can't a, every kid I had be a taught consumer how to economics class. I had a consumer economics class. We learned all that stuff. We learned how to balance a checkbook. We learned how to budget. We learned how to, uh, 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 if, if your financials in a tight situation, you got to learn how to, okay, do I need this? Or do I need this more? Da, 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 da. We learned all that stuff. They had four different, four different consumer skills classes in my high school. I took two of them. Was it a requirement? Uh, the, you were required to take at least one. Okay. But I took two of them. See, because we had, we had that stuff like in our home economics class of, of learning yeah. how to do that stuff, learning how to cook yeah. basics, sewing, uh-huh. um, you know, the, the stuff that went along with home ec, but they don't even have home ec anymore. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's what my, that's what my 16 year old said. I, I said, I said, have you asked me if you signed up for foods class? Cause that, that's what we call it. Because our foods class is, is your home economics class. How are these kids not supposed to know how to make homemade or no bake cookies? I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I love he said, cookies. He said, he said they don't have those. He said they don't have that class, Dad. I looked at him. I said, are "You are you serious?" I said, "So, so I have to teach you how to cook." <laughs> he goes, "Well, I already know how to cook." I kind of looked at him like, hey, "I don't know about that, man. <laughs> I don't know if I trust you behind my stove. I've never seen you cook before." <laughs> All but right. Yeah, so they, Saturday it's, is it's your just day. The point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just the point of you know that they're, they're, they've taken so much out of schools that we had while we were in school. Yeah, and these kids don't. It's terrible, man. They like my kids. My kids don't know anything about the United States Constitution. Yep, because they don't teach it to them anymore. Yep, Constitution, Bill of Rights. Actually, my kids, my son, uh, his middle school. As soon as you walk in, boom, it's right there. All of the dates and all of the things that happened 
um, to lead up to the point where they had the declaration and, and the, or the, I'm sorry, the constitution and the bill of rights. All yeah. of, it's like a mural as you walk in the different, the different battles of, of what made them come to these two pieces of paper. And I, I love that. Cause that's, that's the awesome. first thing they see when they walk in. Now, do the kids pay attention? You know, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. <laughs> that's right. I wish that they would just stand there and, and just read that because it's so important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They should have something like that in all schools, man. I remember when, when we were, um, it wasn't Washington state history. And I think every state has that for middle school kids that you take like a Indiana state history or a Montana state history. Yeah. Don't know if yep. that, it, I know that's what we had here, but then the next history, that was the first thing you learned. You learned about the declaration of independence. You learned mm-hmm. about, um, you learned about 1776 and you learned about the bill of rights. That was the very yeah. first thing. And then you went above, you know, then you went, uh, to the different other aspects of, of all of that stuff. But that was yeah. the first thing you learned. And now it's like, mm-hmm. they don't even talk about nine 11 in their class. No, no. And they don't, they don't even sing the pledge of allegiance in class anymore. Nope. My 10 year old came home just two weeks ago. And I asked him, I said, do you guys sing the Pledge of Allegiance? He goes, yeah, we do. I said, did you last year? He goes, no, we didn't do it last year. I said, oh, so it's certain teachers. Mm-hmm. Certain teachers are still, are still following that. And, and I think it should be mandatory. We sing it every day. Every morning. That's how we started class. <laughs> Pledge of Allegiance to the flag. And then we move to our calisthenics. <laughs> and after calisthenics, then we move into the lessons for the day. which goes all the way back full circle of I interview my children's teachers. Yep. Cause I want to know what they're, what they're thinking. One of the guys going back again, one of the guys, he's a cigar whiskey guy. So that was my in. And then we started talking about, um, and he was the history teacher and I love history. So I'm talking to him going, I know that, that in this year you only have a certain amount of time and that's what's kind of bad about about history uh classes now is there is so much history to learn but you can't fit it all into the year syllabus so you have to start leaving things out well okay well what is what's the most important things in history what can we you know what can we touch on and i hope you look at it at home and then what can we not talk about that isn't going to come back up again and, and relive itself in the future? That's, right. I think, for, at least for this guy, I got the sense that that is kind of what his battle was of what needs to be taught so that it doesn't happen again. So right. it was it, that was definitely an interesting conversation with him of trying to figure out what are the kids learning and why. Yeah. Yeah. My – um. My, my my junior year, I had a U.S. history teacher, and he he told he told us in class. He said he said there's so many things in history that I can teach you, but I'm not allowed to. Those were his exact words. But not allowed to. Yes, those were his exact words. There's so much in history that I can teach you, but I'm not allowed to. My first question was, why are you not allowed to? Yeah. And his answer was, the government says I can't. Wow. 
I said, whoa, okay. And looking back at it now, it's like, those sons of bitches. I could have learned so much then, man. <laughs> See, my history teacher, he would, he would, you know, whatever, whatever it was that we were in the class for, he would teach you both sides of what was being said. Yeah. Which I thought was yeah. awesome because then you got the chance to a do your own research on it, but two come to your own conclusion of what should have come happened. Your own conclusion. Yep. And I, yep. Mr. Hoffman, was an awesome history teacher, and I to this day is probably, and I've taken history through college as well, but it never hit me like how he did it because he right. gave you both sides of the aspect and then you got to form your own conclusion. And right. maybe that's why I fell in love with history the way that I did. And my favorite era is, is civil war. And I, I, I took two, two classes. I think the third one I, that I was in, I had to drop because I needed another class at the same time, credit bullshit, but it was, I, I, I didn't learn as much in those classes than I did when I was in high school. Because I, I yeah. think that they were teaching it and this is the way it is. And don't you, you know, don't question anything that I have to say, just learn this. And I, yeah. and I was like, this, that's not right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, you know, that's all, I don't have to say it, but I'm going to. It's all government. Mm-hmm. It's all of this. If you want government funding, you will teach this. Yes. And make them believe it. Yeah. Yeah. You are a used car salesman at this point. Just make them believe it's a good car. Yeah. <laughs> so how much, how much longer do I got you for? I'm sure, I'm sure um, you got dinner going and you got family. You got to go be with here. We've been on for an hour and a half. Uh, I got about another 15 minutes before I got to go put the little spud to bed. Okay. So let me ask you this. We've got okay. we've got a big election coming up in 24. Do we have the election to start off with? And then if we do get to the election, how do you think it plays out? Um I don't think we're going to get to the election. And the reason I don't think we're going to get to the election is because of the way Donald Trump has been talking. Have you been paying attention to any of his speeches lately? Um, a little bit, but I think it's a lot of crowd interaction. Yeah. Okay. He, oh, how long ago? I'm going to say two weeks. I don't know exactly when, but two weeks ago, he had a speech in Somerville, South Carolina. South and North. It's one, one, one of the Carolinas. He had a speech. And this quote that he said stood out to me. He said, and I quote, in less than four and a half months, we will defeat Joe Biden and take this country back. And the crowd roars. <sighs> yeah, they go, they, they go berserk. Oh, I, I paused it and, re, and rewinded it and listened to him say that again. I'm thinking, okay, it's October, November, December, January, February. So what the hell is happening in February? And then I've seen another video. Okay, okay, okay. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Because I, I was so you said February. Yeah. He's he said he he this he's he's he had this speech 
I'm gonna say two weeks ago because I don't know exactly when it was, but he said in he said in 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 a little less than four and a half months. That's February. February. What's happening in February? We're gonna defeat. Well, they keep saying World War Three is gonna kick off in March. That's what. Yeah. That's what Alexa keeps saying, yeah. right? Yes. Yes. That's what Alexa keeps saying. But Donald Trump keeps saying this, and this isn't the first time he said something along those lines. I heard another video today, and he said, "In almost, he said, in ninety-one days, you will you will make the biggest voting decision you've ever made in your life." This is Donald Trump saying this, and and you're you're listening to this going, "Wait a second, November's like a year away." Yeah, <laughs> your math is wrong, yeah. Donald. Yeah. So what is what is what is going to happen? Yeah, I have no idea. Okay. So let's say we do make it to the election. Okay. Um, if we do happen to make it to the election, if Donald Trump is still alive, which because I think that they will take an attempt out on his life, I, I I think they will because I don't feel that they, I feel they don't think they can beat him this no. time around. No way. Because I think he has the perfect game plan as to what as to what to do to make sure that they don't cheat their way in. And not to mention, with all the shit that has been going on, everybody who most people who were Democrats are now screaming Donald Trump twenty twenty four. So um it's if that, we, it's if that we do, lure of, of World War Three right there saying, wait a second, we didn't have any wars <laughs> under Donald Trump. We might want to go back to that. Right, right. So, it, per se, we do make it to the election. If Donald Trump is still alive, I believe he will win. And I do believe that when he does, if they haven't already activated the sleeper the sleeper cells, there we go. Just like BLM, Antifa before? Yep, yep. Back in 2020 when they were lighting cities on fires and, and burning all their stores down. Yeah, yeah. But I think that this time it will be the a direct attack on the people instead of property damage. Yes. If Donald Trump does not make it to the election, I think we're going to get stuck with DeSantis. I, y- yes, I, I could, I can see that as well. And I don't know what to believe with, with DeSantis and with how much propaganda is out there of, of what the news yeah. is saying and, and everything else. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm not, I'm not focused on DeSantis at all of, you know, of him being a part of, cause, and this is why let's just take Donald Trump. He has how many pictures with Glenn Maxwell, with um, Epstein, with Bill Gates, you get put into a situation where you have to take pictures with these people. Or yeah. not, maybe not have to. It just happens. Maybe you have to take pictures of these people. I don't. I don't know. A, a life, a problem. I'd like to have. You know what I mean? And, right. But and I kind of think DeSantis is kind of getting wrapped up in that as well because I think that is what happened with Dan Crenshaw. Dan Crenshaw was coming out saying the border. You know, the border. We have to stop this border. Dan Crenshaw was an all star, and and he was like on the on the Cavino and Rich show, which is on Sirius XM. Um he was talking about all the problems that are going on within government. Like he was, he was so far away of both parties that, you know, he was, he was, he was fighting both, uh, both sides in the things. 
But then all of right. a sudden he went quiet. Like he got compromised somehow. Yeah. And I, I yep. kind of believe that's where kind of DeSantis kind of was. It's like, I kind of think that DeSantis knows what happened to Dan Crenshaw in type situation that he's, he's flirting enough to not get silenced like Crenshaw did. But I, yeah. I kind of believe that him and Trump still had a plan of, of some sorts, but I mean, like I, like I said, I, I kind of have walked away from from that whole situation of things because we've got we've got bigger bigger issues out here other yeah. than other than that. So, but I, I kind of think that they kind of came up with this like, look, we're gonna we're gonna have our battles because they're gonna pin us both both uh, against each other. Let's just have fun with it. Right. Okay. Let and, me drop this bombshell on you real quick. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Ron DeSantis. It's funded by George Soros. Can you, can you prove that? Uh, George Soros. Um, I can actually, I'll have to find the video. George Soros um, laid out the plan for 2024 for this country. And he stated that Ron DeSantis will defeat Donald Trump in the 2024 election, and he will become the president of the United States. George Soros said this himself. And 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 I know exactly what you're talking about because I've seen that video. Now, yeah. could that yeah. be like what Trump did with these Democrats of going, oh, no, that Democrat, I can't remember which one it was, but he's great. He's great. He's got my, I'd vote for him if I was in that state. Like he yeah. was just toying with them. Like now, yeah. oh, well, wait a second. Soros is for DeSantis? And then you yeah. get that 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 icky taste on your mouth, on your tongue. Yeah. It's like was mm-hmm. it was it that? Like DeSantis was on fire there for a little bit, and then Soros and came out through with the that. pandemic. Yes, and then and then Soros came out with that, and then it really kind of soured some people. So was that yeah. was that planned opposition on on Soros's part to kind of simmer that that fire down, or right. you know is he is he like you say is he a part of of the Santis? DeSantis and, and uh, Soros crew there. I, I don't know. Yeah. I guess we'll find out, yeah. but, but I, that's kind of how I would want to see it. He did that. He did that on purpose to kind of simmer the fire a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's what I think. I am currently still looking under, I'm, I'm looking for the numbers. Cause you know, follow the money, right? With everything. With everything, follow the money. I'm still looking, and so far I haven't found it. But based upon that video, sounds like he funded it, or what you just said. Okay, DeSantis is he's he's kicking ass right now. We need to make him look bad. Mm-hmm. So it could be a ploy. It could, it could be a ploy, and <laughs> we all know how the. I hate to call them this, the elites. I, I, I hate calling them that because they're, they're not elite. What makes them more elite than you and I? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. The fact that you have more money than I do, that means nothing. Um, you know how the elites work. They, they strong on people. You know, they bully people. They threaten people's lives. They threaten people's families. So I wouldn't put it past... I wouldn't put it past that they may have gotten to DeSantis. 
but we shall see. Yeah, we We shall shall see. see. And in this entire conversation, it's we're hoping that Donald Trump is on our side, not a part of the plan. And I've, and I usually when I have that conversation, like if I'm doing the show myself, I'll put in air quotes, Donald Trump is the good guy in this situation because what is every, what does every villain need? A bad guy. He needs a bad. No, every villain. He's uh, the, every villain needs a good guy. He's the good guy. He's the hero, <laughs> right? So yeah. if it's let's just let's just say it's it's Klaus Schwab is the leader. Is he's the one pulling the strings? You know, he we know that he's not. I think there's somebody else above him that's pulling the strings. I think but so too. let's just say Klaus Schwab. He's got he's got uh, you know Joe Biden and everybody else on this side, and he's he's puppet master over here. But I need to get the rest of the population. Uh, insert Donald Trump. And then we're just, he's just sitting here doing this and just laughing because he's benefiting either way. And I'm, I'm yeah. hoping, I'm hoping that Donald Trump is on our side. He's for all the right reasons, which Elon Musk is kind of in the middle of that as well, right? He's, he's saying all the right things, but what side is, is Elon, Elon Musk on? It's like when Hulk Hogan came out before he went to the NWO. You didn't know whose side he was on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You had no idea. <laughs> You had no idea. Elon is Hulk Hogan. I figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Elon, Elon has, Elon has kept everybody teetering with him. Yes. You know, like, Oh, well he said something good. Okay. He He's cool. Okay. Artificial intelligence is bad. Okay. Elon. All right. But I think we could use artificial intelligence. Oh, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Elon. <laughs> you, want, you want to do what to our brain? You want to put a you want to put a microchip on our brain? What? What? <laughs> Hold on. Whoa, 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 Elon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or it's Man. or it's the situation where you have that type of of technology where some of that stuff can be used for good. Like it, it would solve yeah. a lot of problems. It would it would help humanity. But yet we know that there are evil pricks out there that want to use it against the people for total control and domination. Right. Right. And, and I, you, you can, you can ask renegade. I, I, I talk about Fauci and I talk about, and I talk about Bill Gates. I call them the guys who got picked on in high school and they were, cause they were nerds. Oh, they were nerds they get, for sure, bro. They got rich. They got a little power, and now they're trying to kill everyone. Yeah, I'm going to show you. They're, they're laying on their couch, putting the lipstick on, making their list. <laughs> yeah, uh huh. Everybody, I remember you. I remember you. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. And now, now they get to they get to exact their they get to do their revenge. Yeah. So, my man, I appreciate you coming on, talking about nerds and football and wrestling. Hey, I appreciate you having me, man. It's been a fantastic conversation, man. What uh, What do you want to leave the people with? What kind of words of wisdom do you got? Um, I just want to tell the people, look, man, it's a crazy, dangerous world out there. Keep your head on a swivel. Keep your eyes open, ears peeled, and like I say in all my videos. United we stand. United we stand. And we need to we need to all come together and get people to realize what is in front of us. And even though even though I said this I said this um during the 22 election. I don't want there to be a complete red wave. I don't want to be our our right. entire government run by all Republicans. 
I don't want right. it all Democrats either. I think there needs to be that that middle of the road, which is kind of why I think RFK Jr. is as hot as he is because he comes out like he is somewhere in that middle that middle genre. Now that will right. is to be determined. I'm not giving my endorsement for him, but I just what he's saying. I, he's he is somewhere in the middle, but I believe he's he does swing to the left a little bit more than I like, but we have to get back to that middle, that center point. And the only way right. we're going to do that is if we come together, united we stand together, yep. both sides. And we've got to, you know, we got to be done with our, with, with bickering back and forth for people who are just trying to control us. Right. So right. united we stand, man. As always. Thank you for coming on, sir. All right. Thanks for having me, man. I am Lambo, and you will not keep me silence there is no censorship especially on this podcast fuck you i am lambo peace This episode, as in many others beforehand, has been brought to you by Chernot.com. Get on there. Go see Cindy Davis's page, Chernot.com backslash Sinmin, C-I-N-M-I-N, and see all those offers like the daily facial cleanser for both men and women. It not only removes all that dirt and oil from your face, but for the ladies, it removes all that stuck-on makeup that you have. Chernot also offers two great products, Glow and Nourish. Glow is that advanced type 1 collagen with superfood and dioxide and support. The Nourish is the probiotic meal replacement to improve gut health and to gain nourishment. Go to chernot.com backslash cinnamon to see all the other amazing products. You've got the Balance, which is the multivitamin, Boost for the premium nitric oxide, and then the cellular, cellular Combo Pack of Balance and Boost along with Enrich and Renew. Message cinnamon85 on Instagram or email cinnamon03 at gmail.com. Get on chernot.com backslash cinnamon, C-I-N-M-I-N, and tell them a little extra Lambo sent you.